Welcome to the Strong Towers Podcast, a podcast with one simple vision, build up, become strong. Welcome back for another Strong Towers Podcast. Tom Edwards here, as always, with John Ackerman and Mike Lara. Uh, We're going to pick up the conversation on validation that we started last week. It felt like uh, we talked a little bit about sort of why we need it and uh, that there is this instinctual drive to pursue validation in, in all of its various forms. And we got into some of why we're seeking it, who we're seeking it from. We talked a little bit from our own stories about places where maybe that it, it we didn't get it or, or places that we can remember uh, moments of validation growing up or whatever that might have been. And, and so we want to continue to dig in. And like John said last week, it feels like the the stuff that we're looking at in this season is a lot more internally focused. And so we want to open up the conversation for you as you're listening to to be thinking about and reflecting on the things that we're um, talking in uh, about in these episodes. Uh, and so what we're going to hopefully wind up with uh, this week is uh, just some some questions to be asking ourselves around this topic of, of validation. But just kind of as a way of, of recapping, John, we talked about uh, why it is that, that validation has this role to play in our lives. Is there anything else that's come to mind for you since we recorded that one? Well, Tom, I think one of the things that's come to mind since we wrapped up the last episode was you know, not so much, is this an issue? Do I really need validation? You know, Nothing like that. And maybe that's just because I'm totally sold on the idea that I have sought validation uh, throughout my life in different forms and fashions. And I think one of the things that's just come to mind is all the different places I've gone looking for it. Mm-hmm. And not like we need to create an exhaustive list here, but you know, we just, like I mentioned video games in the last episode as sort of a filler, some Japanese software engineer being able to tell <laughs> me, no, you're really smart. You have what it takes. You figured out the puzzle killed the bad guy, you know, whatever the thing was when I was a teenager or I mean, honestly, when I was in high school and college and even after college, like, you know, looking to girls to validate me, like, no, you, you actually are kind and strong and capable and, you know, worthy of, I don't know, being loved, whatever, right? Like there were all these places. And and so again, not that we need to cover every possible avenue that, that we've traveled down, but I think there are times where because, for lack of a better ex- expression, our normal is our normal, right? Well, whatever, yeah. I like, for most of my life, video games are just normal. Like, that's just what teenagers do, right? They they play video games in the basement and only later realizing that wasn't quite what I thought it was at the time. You know, are there things that jump out to you guys, you know, places where not generically we as society have sought it, but where'd you go looking for it? All right, so being the youngest of the three here, I will, uh, I will, wow, I will feed into the millennial aspect of life. We got to count months for that, but sure, uh, carry on, child. And this is this is going to sound real cheesy, but social media, and and specifically when I talk about uh, Instagram, and it's not so much the likes, 
But there were a couple people, and I don't know if they're like photographers or what it is, but there's a couple of my friends that are like, they're legit photographers. And whenever they like one of my pictures on Instagram, <laughs> it's like, boom, I, it could be one or two likes. And if they're one of those one or two likes, that's it. That's confirmation for me. Like, hey, I've been validated. This person liked my Instagram post. And I'll come to Janelle and tell her like, hey, did you see this? Did you see that this person liked my post? And I don't know what it is, but I like long for those likes from those from those specific people yeah and and it's kind of weird because i because when initially we talked about social media i thought like oh man you know how many likes did i get on this post but it's not so much the how many but the the specific people that that you know clicked on that on that button well we talked about that last time too right you admire those people for a particular reason and so when they are validating you in that arena that you admire them, that yeah. you see them as an authority figure. Right, there you go. Know, yeah. The way that we were talking about it last week, you know, it totally makes sense. You yeah. can get one like on a picture, but if that one like comes from the right person, yeah, yeah, you know, you do, yeah. you feel you feel great about yourself. Well, and that's a good thing too, right? Like, we're not in any way diminishing that. Right? Oh, yeah, yeah. That That's good validation. Like, yeah. there's there's nothing unhealthy about that. But then, like you said, if it's the... I'm not satisfied unless. Right, yeah. Right, that's yeah. where this, again, we're, we're so much more comfortable with extremes. But yeah, you, you get people that tell you that was really good. Right. Absolutely. Nothing wrong with that, but. Well, and and what is your purpose behind the post too, right? right? Yeah, yeah, good point. Because I think that's where, for the social media side especially, that's where it can go wrong. Am I posting this because I'm trying to elicit the those likes or that right. conversation right. or you know i want to see what comment somebody has to make on the post that i you know yeah um if that if that's what you're doing then you're probably straying to the unhealthy side instead yeah. of just taking that natural pat on the back and and right. you know from somebody that you you know you do look up to and and whatever checking back every 10 minutes to see if somebody liked it and yeah oh yeah yeah, yeah. oh they haven't they haven't liked it yet uh, <laughs> John, I think for me, um, the video games was a big one, especially like I never got into the the third person shooter games really a whole lot, you know, like COD and all that stuff kind of just eh, whatever. I, I really got into the like RPG games that yep. take hours and hours and hours yep. and, you know, and it did feel like I just accomplished this quest or I just reached this level or I just whatever that those were the the highs that that I was chasing and and I can remember staying up stupid late you know not even realizing how much time I'm putting into this thing just because I want to I want to go after the the next whatever it is in the game you know and and so one of the things that I was thinking while you were saying that is you know, we can get validation from, or we do get validation from doing the things that we enjoy doing and mm-hmm. continuing to be successful at doing the things that we enjoy doing. But I think the question that, that comes up in that for me is, does that bar ever move? I could do a great job, and this is, I'll just pick something stupid, you know, like making a peanut butter and jelly sandwich for my kids. And, and my kids love my peanut butter and jelly sandwich and they're going to love it every time that I make it for them. But am I like, I'm not really moving the bar 
anymore. And and I'm I'm just going back to the same exact thing over and over again for that sense of validation. And I think there's a that's a place where it can be broken too. Of, of you know, we're not using it as a method for growth and and transformation. So how did you begin to catch yourself when you started to realize that there were areas where you know, that this wasn't necessarily just some benign activity, but that you were actually going to this thing, whatever it was, for validation, and and maybe you shouldn't. You know, just today, I had to once again delete a game from my phone. I just did that a couple days ago. <laughs> because I caught myself again. I, 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 I can start to tell now. I'll, I'll get to the the app store and I'm looking for a game. And I tell myself, oh, you know, I've just, I've been a little bored lately. I've had some downtime and I just, I don't want to read and, you know, I'm tired of whatever show I'm watching. I just, I want a little mindless entertainment. Yep. Right. And, and it always starts that way. And then I've, I've lost track now of the number of games I've had to delete because I've started to realize I'm back to like high school, John. Mm-hmm. All of a sudden, of I'm looking for something to tell me that I'm smart enough, I'm good enough, I can figure out the problem. And that's usually what it is. It's usually around the same time that there's a problem in my life that I can't figure out the answer to. And so I go looking for this other thing. I go looking for this substitute that I can come through with, that I can conquer, that I can figure out that can tell me in the midst of my current problem, nah, you still got what it takes and this other thing will work itself out. And so once again today, after like five, I won't use the word obsessive, but I spent I spent more time than I realized I was spending playing this stupid game, looking for that sense of, yeah, you, you can do this. Yeah, I think for me that that is definitely the case you know, it, it became a uh, a thing of starting to be aware of when I was going to those things for validation. And if when I was going to them was because I was stressed out or felt like I was uh, not hitting the mark in other areas of my life, then, then that for me was like, oh, yeah, that's probably not healthy. That, that's not a good place for you. You know, or the emphasis that I'm putting on it, and that was that was me four days ago when I deleted a game from my phone. The whatever challenge for the month in the game was like, you know, you got 24 hours left to to do all these things, and I was like, oh, I got to do all these things, <laughs> and I was like, hold on, this is a stupid game that like initially I downloaded because I wanted some mindless entertainment, or yep. I, you know, I wanted something to do just to take a break from work or yeah. whatever. And I'm like, and now I'm like, yeah, no, like my month is not complete unless I do all these things. I'm like, all right, it, like you got to go because this is not, yeah. this is not what I was hoping for it to be. Yeah. Not to throw a hand grenade. So I'm like you, um, in the last episode you talked about, you know, when you first joined the military and seeking validation from sort of your peer group and that, that, that maybe wasn't necessarily a healthy validation that you were getting from them and, and starting to realize that this was really dumb what we're doing here. How did that shift? Because Janelle kind of 
came into that sort of midway through that stream, right? And so how did how did your need for your pursuit of validation shift as you know as you started having the relationship with her? So I think you, I mean, you kind of outlined it right there, right? Janelle coming into my life really did shift my focus from, I don't want to say needing approval or needing validation from my, from my dudes, but validation from a girl, right? Mm -hmm. And early on in our relationship, that may have not been the most healthy validation, right? I really just wanted her to think I was a cool guy. And a lot of that led down the path of me doing I want to say stupid stuff, but going back down to try to like show that I was worthy of her attention. Right. And so I think how easily that for our relationship at that time, I think it, it, it led down a path of her showing me other ways of being able to be validated. But I also think about during that time frame before I met her and other women that I was trying to like run after how much I was looking for that validation from a girl and not so much in a way of, and I think I've touched on this in the last episode of love, but as just somebody to tell me that, hey, you're man enough, mm-hmm. right? And this can go down a whole nother, another trail, but I think about even unhealthier ways of that, right? You know, I kind of touched on social media and Instagram, but, you know, there's a lot of images on, on Instagram that, that sometimes, you know, pop up in my feed that I'm like, whoa, what is that? And how oftentimes, you know, that could lead down to, I don't know, a different kind of validation that an unhealthy validation that I'm, that I'm going yeah. towards. Well, and that was honestly in that vein was, I realized looking back now, that was what started to happen in my life right around the time that my parents divorced. And I didn't, you know, recognize it at the time, you know, your normal is your normal, but you know, that happened when I was nine. So fourth grade, the very next school year got it in my head. I needed a girlfriend. Hmm. Right. And, you know, there was some of that like, oh, well, you know, that's not an abnormal time for a boy to be interested in girls and stop thinking they have cooties and things like that. And, and so, again, your normal is your normal and you're not like no fifth grader is processing. Why am I having these? Like, it's just, you know, she's cute. But, you know, again, looking back now with the benefit of some of this maturity and wisdom, I realize I, I was I was looking for something to tell me I was good enough. Yeah. I was looking for someone to to validate me, to tell me that I was des- deserving of being loved. Yeah. Mm. Right. And and so that that hunger, that ache, that need, that desire, that that whatever it was. I mean, man, from fifth grade through middle school, high school, college, just somebody please affirm me. Yeah. Yeah. You know, I think it, there's we touched on this last time. But there's there's a deeper level, I think, that you start talking about when, when you start talking about, well, the deeper the relationships are in general, we talked about last time. But I think as you start pursuing that intimate relationship, you're looking for almost you know, a, a different flavor of validation so to speak. You know, there's, there's something we talked about last time that, you know, seems uniquely needs to come from masculine kind of authority figures. And I think there's also something that uniquely has to come from the feminine and from, you know, like you said, that that I'm man enough, right? That, that I have what it takes, which was sort of our, our opening phrase 
to care for you, to yeah. deserve your love, yeah. to keep you safe, to, you know, whatever those things are that, that I can do those things. But it also opens it up for unhealthy right. validation in those relationships too. And, um, you know, and I can think back to our relationship, you know, uh, Liz and I have known each other since high school. Um, and so we had a lot of those, you know, figuring out relationship type messy things that, that we did together that, you know, that, that was a part of, that is a part of our story. And a part of that is actually me feeling an incredible sense of indebtedness to her Mm -hmm. because of some things that, that transpired when we were in high school. And so there, there was a lot of me seeking things from her or, or looking to do things for her that was coming out of a place that was completely wounded and putting a burden on her and a burden on me that really neither of us were equipped to to handle and then yeah i'm, I'm seeking it out and and maybe she is validating me um in some places but you know like i talked about with the social media posts like why why are you seeking that that validation yeah um, what's the heart behind it and so you can come at this from a place that's not good and, and you might be getting that validation and you might be getting all those accolades right or, or the love but if you're going after it for the wrong reason, then then it's not really going to hit the place that it's supposed to hit for you. As we keep thinking about unhealthy ways, you know, I think about as unique as our perspectives are, we all have a very similar perspective as far as women validation, right? We're, we're married and we've been with our wives for a pretty long time. But I think more about a lot of the struggles that my peers or even – people, friends that I've talked to in, in, you know, in the past few years. And and when I think about unhealthy ways of validation and, you know, I don't, I don't want to go down this path too far, but I think about the, you know, extreme unhealthiness. And when I think about like pornography, right. And the fact that it's not a physical person to get validation from, but it's, it's a way to say I'm mad enough and I'm doing something that is, is an unhealthy way of validating yourself, right? I mean, you're, you're essentially validating yourself with, with these images, right? Yeah. And how easily for me, from my perspective, it is to say that I look for that validation from my spouse, from my wife. But I know of, I, I've talked to people, I've walked through these situations with people of, of, hey, I don't have my spouse, I don't have my wife, I don't have my girlfriend, so I'm going to seek, uh, you know, validation from a woman through this route, right? Yeah. And, and how that poison future you know ways of being validated by a woman right well and i think you know what we're touching on there is we will all come to realize that some of the places that we've sought validation are just they're hollow and empty and meaningless and unfortunately we often won't realize that until so far down the road that not that it's ever too late but that we've really you know enmeshed ourselves in in whatever that thing was that we were convinced yeah. would, would uh, you know, use the expression, would bring us life, would, would mm-hmm. bring us validation. Right. To pick a completely different example to then, you know, come back to what you were talking about, Mike. I remember reading an article about uh, the NBA, you know, during free agency and, you know, superstars getting, you know, shipped all over the place. And 
and somebody was doing an interview with Kevin Durant as he was getting ready to head off to Brooklyn. And he was talking about his time with the Warriors and, and winning championships. And he said something to the guy who was interviewing him to the effect of, you know, I really thought winning a championship would be bigger. Hmm. Like I, I really thought it, it would be weightier. I really thought it would feel more significant. And now that we've done it, like I, I don't know. Like it just it didn't live up to expectations in the aftermath. And I could be getting that out of context. I'm pretty sure I remember it that way. But I think it's getting to that same point that you're talking about, Mike, of whatever the thing is. We, we've all tried to find this validation somewhere, some way that we were convinced if I can just get this thing, do this thing, have this thing, whatever it is, this will validate me as a man. This will you know, prove that I'm good enough, that I have what it takes. And there are just lots of things that cannot do that. And yet we don't realize that they can't do that until well after the fact. Mm. But by that point, it's like the, the habit's entrenched or you just convince yourself, you know, it's, it's like the the gambler at the table, like, no, 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 one more time. This time, this time it'll work, right? And it just, and it doesn't. Yeah. But it, it's hard to break that mm. once you're that far in. Yeah. Once you've convinced yourself that that is the way you will be validated. Which again is why I have to keep deleting games off my phone. <laughs> and do we settle too for like the easy win? Like you were talking, you brought up the pornography issue, Mike. That is me asserting my manliness over a female mm-hmm. who doesn't actually have the ability to speak back into my life. Yeah. I don't have the ability to disappoint her or have her express frustration to me or, you know, whatever. And so I get none of the downside and I feel like I'm getting what I want out of that. And so it's an easy place to go for that validation. But like you were saying, John, it, it just ultimately it ends up hollow because how much do I get? How much am I going to need? How often do I have to keep going back? Because it's not really giving me what I need to get in that area. Right. Yeah. I mean, it's, it's hard to get validation from the places that will actually make us feel validated. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Right. I mean, in the immortal words of Jimmy Dugan from a league of their own, right. It's supposed to be hard and it's the hard that makes it great. (laughs) Yeah. And if it was easy, everybody would do it. Yeah. Yeah. Right. It's the hard that makes it great. Like, there's a reason why true validation will only come from a few places and that those places really require risk, you know, emotional risk, relational risk, right? It's because it's hard. Yeah. Because this is something that will not be satisfied with substitutes, with surface level imitations. Hmm. But it's just so risky to go to those places and it's just so much easier to stay with with the substitutes and convince ourselves that, well, you know, maybe next time, maybe next time I'll, I'll feel validated. Yeah. One, one more time that that'll yeah. be enough. Mm-hmm. So then this idea of, uh, let's call it true validation then, 
Like, what is it supposed to do in our lives for us? Why do we, we've, we've said that we definitely do seek after it, that it, it seems to be from toddler on up, we are looking for validation. So why? What, what are we, what purpose should it be serving in our lives? So I think the easy Christian answer for me to say is I seek validation from, from God. But when I dive into it a little bit more, I don't want to say selfishly, but when I dive into it a little bit more um, with the focus of, of myself, and maybe this will lead towards, towards another subject for another time, but I think about my identity and how that has to come from mm-hmm. a source, right? I have to validate myself and, I, and, and really define who I am and get that approval yeah. to move forward. That That's makes good. sense. Mm-hmm. John? Well, and I think to your other question, Tom, you know, what does it do to you? It changes you. It changes you to, the, to a place where you now know internally you have what it takes. You are good enough. Yeah. And so you don't have to go chasing those things as often. Mm-hmm. You know, those, those substitutes, those imitations no longer hold the same draw because you know they won't satisfy because you've tasted the real thing. Mm. And, and so you're not, as, you're not as hungry for it because that need for validation has been satisfied. Yeah. That you now know that you know that you're good. Mm-hmm. And you don't have to go out and prove it. You don't have to go out and seek it. You have that sense of, of settledness. You have that sense of internal knowing that, yeah, I, I can handle, I can handle what's coming. Mm. Yeah. Well, yeah. And I think that, you know, for me, that's the change, right? Is I did this, I, you know, somebody recognized that I did it, gave me that validation. I know that I can come through in this. And so what comes next? You change the tire on your truck. So now you know that you can change the tire on your truck. What's the next thing that, you know, is a part of owning that truck or fixing the house or raising the boys or, you know, whatever it is, I have, I have made it. I I have what it takes to do this. What's the next step in that journey? You know, and, and I think that's where the true validation really moves the needle is that we can actually take in internally, like you were saying, like to our identity. Yeah. This is who I am. This is what I can do. And then turn it around and say, okay, you know, where am I going? Yeah. Well, and to that point, Tom, like you said, there will always be a new challenge that makes us less confident Mm -hmm. that we know what to do. Right. So, so yeah, I change the tire on my truck. Next time there's a tire issue, I know I can handle it, but there's all kinds of other things going on you know, with this house or with other parts of my life where I don't know if I can handle it, which is why I keep having to delete games off of my phone, <laughs> right? Because I'm still feeling not invalidated, but I'm still feeling a need for validation in other parts of my life. And I don't feel like I have it at the moment. And so I'm still searching for it. But where the transformation is taking place is I'm catching it sooner. I'm recognizing the imposter. Mm-hmm. And I'm choosing to turn away from it. 
rather than when I was younger, maintaining the belief that, no, 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 if I just stick with this long enough, this thing will make me feel better. And, and it's a process. I mean, it's, it's slow. Again, as with anything else, we like fast answers and microwave things, and this is not one of those. But I think that's part of where we begin to see the, the benefits of, of real validation is you just you stop looking to the substitutes as often because you, you start to see, and this, this, this isn't satisfying. It's not doing it for me, and I want the thing that actually leaves me feeling satisfied. Yeah. Yeah. All right, so if you're listening then, you want to start trying to figure out, maybe I don't, maybe we don't even recognize where we're getting the validation from, and we want to start seeing the patterns in our life of, of how we're chasing after this. If you guys could have one question that you would ask to yourself as a way of assessing where you're at in terms of validation, what do you think that would be? I feel like the question that comes to mind for me is, what are the things I'm turning to when life feels like it's running off the rails and I need some comfort? And just beginning to develop that self-awareness of what is my internal checklist? I'm turning to the fridge and grabbing a beer more often than I would or making sure that I work dessert in to the end of the evening yeah. because I'm looking for something that makes me feel good. Mm-hmm. Right. Or I'm downloading yet another game on my phone that I will have to delete <laughs> in three or four days. Or, you know, I'm just, I'm looking to, to veg out on the couch, binge watch whatever show Brooke and I are currently watching and just not have to think about anything or do anything. Mm-hmm. Right. It's, it's just that, that internal monitoring of, I can tell something's off what am I looking for to fix it? And is it actually fixing it? Mm-hmm. And if it's not, then being able to hit the brakes on that thing and go back to the places where I actually get real validation. That's yeah. good. I like that question. The key word that kept sticking out to me, because it's kind of similar to my question, is is comfort. And I think about, and maybe it's just because I've had this written down on my mirror and everything, but I've always heard the the old adage choosing the harder right over the easy or wrong. And so a question that I, I tend to ask myself is similar to your comfort question is, is this easy? And if it's easy, more than likely it's probably not right. And what I mean by that, and I'm not saying that, you know, some things aren't going to come down to my path as an easy way out, but I look at it as, am I growing from this? And we've talked about growth and being painful. And we've talked about, it being, I don't say a struggle, but you know, something you have to push for, something you have to strive for to try to, to try to show growth. And so the question I ask myself is, is this easy? And if so, why, why is it easier for me to do that? Is it easier for me to sit on the couch and, and hang out than it is for me to, to actually, you know, do a couple more tasks before I go to sleep. I think that's where I look at as, as the main question of how am I going down this path? Is, is it easier? So about you, Tom? I think for me, you know, you brought up growth again, and and that one sticks out for me in the conversation we've been having. Is this growing me? Is this forcing me to change? Is it forcing me to move in some direction that I can look out 
two, five, 10 years, whatever it might be, and say that in this area, I'm not going to be looking for somebody to clap me on the back for the same thing. I want to be further down the line. Mm. And if, if that's not what's happening, if, if you feel like I'm just going to keep coming back to the same thing because I get the same feels every time I do it and uh, I just want it to stay the same, then that, you know, that's probably not a, a place where you're getting healthy, real validation yeah. from. So we hope that you guys will kind of sit with those questions. You know, they're not necessarily small questions and there is possibly some surgery that has to be done. Um, when we really take a look at the things that we're doing and the places that we're getting this validation from, but, but it's good to, to move in a direction where we are actually getting that healthy kind of, of true validation from people that we respect, that love us, that know our stories, that we have given permission to, to really speak into our lives. And so we, we want to engage head over to our Facebook community, uh, Strong Dash Towers. You know, we'll, we'll have some things up there to just kind of kick the conversation off and for you to, to jump in and tell us your story of where validation missed the mark or, or where you really remember a spot where, where uh, somebody spoke into your life and, and really let you know that, that you had what it takes. You can, you can hit us up on Instagram or on Twitter at strong underscore towers and we will be back next week uh, just to continue kind of digging into what goes on internally for us as, as we try to do this thing called life thanks for being here 